0: happy easter he is risen
1: (laughs) (laughs) she is tired happy easter happy easter
0: uh yeah i had like a beautiful morning my sock is on inside out
1: (laughs) (laughs) speaking of which
0: speaking of which
1: welcome to the podcast i'm sammy
0: i'm skylar i'm flipping my sock around
1: (laughs) (laughs) quality content here welcome to the podcast um, I am really tired, and I don't know quite why. Um, George and I did a lot yesterday. I had like a massive honeydew list, and I just we just kind I've of I've never team-worked heard anybody it
0: out. call it that besides you a honeydew list.
1: Yeah. Is that something you guys made up? Typically, it's from like the 40s when it, like, the the wife would make a honeydew. It's like, honey, please do these things. Mm. It's all of like the, well, maybe it's not from the 40s, but that's where I've, my mind has it as like the wife would ask and make a list of all the things that, you know, she wants to get done. Maybe on the weekend because he's working.
0: so hard. But
1: now, um, times have changed, and women can do anything. But I still think it's funny to call it a honey-do list, because we do everything together anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I, I think I just wore myself out. And then I went and played disc golf this morning and uh you're a winner baby i put away three loads of laundry which is just like i might as well just <laughs> my life is complete i'm it's you know i might as well just end it
0: we basically ran a marathon
1: yeah i mean i've literally done so <laughs> much that I, I can't bear to do anything else but i'm here so you guys are fucking welcome
0: i saw you had a video premiered for like weeks away
1: no, it's premiered for Thursday.
0: I know, but like to uh, your loyal fans.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, um, what's the last video you've watched of mine? I hate you. It's
0: been a minute, but okay. I swear I'm going to catch up. But
1: thank you so much. I don't want you to watch my videos, but no, the <laughs> listeners, please watch. But Skylar, yeah. just stay away. But um, yeah, no, I, I premiered it for Thursday. What? That's not. It's less than a week you know, away. You know how
0: like we're like kind of celebrities now?
1: No, we're <laughs> not yeah okay yeah
0: i had a friend reach out to me someone i haven't spoken to in years yeah called me in the middle of the night last night yeah okay she was like i need a tarot reading Okay. And I was like, I didn't even know you knew I read tarot cards, right? Okay,
1: did she listen to the podcast or something? Because you said that exact same thing last week for your friend Natalie.
0: Oh, Natalie? No, she is like a loyal follower. Right, right. She knows everything yeah, about we've, us. Yeah,
1: we've talked about Natalie, mm-hmm. I think.
0: And then my other friend who granted me calls me, I... I, I so this wasn't
1: call, her, this was a different this person? This is a different person. Oh.
0: And people are just You're coming, like
1: The Rock, you're so famous. People are just
0: coming out of Madonna. the woodworks wanting readings from me. And it was funny because sometimes... Like I'm like on point. Remember like last episode I yeah, was like. Yeah, you were
1: like, you know, and it's just flowing. I was just flowing. It's just happening. And then with me
0: last night, I was like, I think maybe your problem is, is you. Um Is it a problem? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Are we sure? Are we uh, sure? And she was like, Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I was
0: like, Okay, so I'm gonna maybe need so to. So we've to
1: re- we've established it's a problem. <laughs> so um, the cards are so wise. I like like
0: <laughs> I was like, they're a little all over the place. I'm all over the place. Yeah. So, so guys, just so everyone, you know, I think it's always fun to remind everyone that even if you've been doing this for years, <laughs> sometimes you look at the messages and you just don't know what to say. You know, <laughs> that's
1: never me, but I do think that's a good message. <laughs> I always have things to say.
0: <laughs> I know you do. I
1: know. Um, so you said you had a good morning and then I, uh, you found out that your sock was inside out. Would you care to elaborate on that? Um. No. Okay. But I did so, have some. Art-
0: <laughs> I did have some, like uh, I, you know, I was, I used to have like articles and stuff.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. I found this- how I used to have articles. It's been like a month. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I found this article okay. that I thought was interesting. And- yeah. Oh my god! I just exited out of. Everything. <laughs>
1: wait hold on i got it back oh my god you're so dramatic
0: so this is something that i've always like kind of struggled with but like you wouldn't believe it because i'm so amazed (laughs) 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 so this is by susan bialy haas md um
1: what a name
0: and she has this article called stop trying to fit in aim to belong instead (laughs) anyways so i don't have what anything are we talking from, about <laughs> she quoted this from brene brown so Oh, i thought
1: I, she was gonna say she quoted you i was like yeah she excuse quoted me,
0: me. <laughs> um so this is her quoting brene okay. what are you doing
1: i'm getting a chair oh Continue. You don't have to do
0: she says in fact fitting in is the greatest barrier to belonging Fitting in, I've discovered during the past decade of research, is assessing situations and groups of people, then twisting yourself into a human pretzel in order to get them to let you hang out with them. Belonging is something else entirely. It's showing up and letting yourself be seen and known as you really are. Love of gourd painting, intense fear of public speaking and all. That last sentence was like what, but
1: yeah, okay. Still so the you theme. know,
0: I've I actually never seen that before. The difference between belonging and fitting in, and I was like, that's so true, so, so true. true,
1: so true.
0: So I googled, what sign is the most likely to fit in, and all I could get.
1: Most likely to try to fit in or the most likely to fit in? Like, the most
0: likely sign to likely fit in. And all I could find was the list of signs that are not likely to fit in.
1: (laughs) Uh, Aquarius is the least likely to fit in because they don't want to. Uh, They will do everything in their power to do the opposite of that. Anyways. So, this is from
0: Korra.com from a stranger. Like, this is like no... Maybe Taurus, too.
1: Meh, no. This is the person that that they
0: believe. Alara says okay. that Capricorn is the most likely to never fit in. And this is her reasoning. Mm,
1: okay.
0: Because they, can, they tend to keep their circles really small and are the most introverted of the signs... They don't trust most people, and because they are often misunderstood for being standoffish, they are seen as arrogant and haughty, which I was like, hello, I thought that was Vargao. But uh, when really they're just afraid of getting hurt by people. But this is closely followed by Gemini, because they don't tend to flock long to one set group. While they're social creatures, they're usually all over the place, so they could fit in in any circle, but they'll never belong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> big mood that's i mean that's just another way to form the sentence that's often associated with gemini like jack of all trades master of none mm-hmm. um we're a little good at everything but you know long-term goals and commitments you know we tend to get bored pretty easily because it's like yeah on to the next
0: so what do you think about someone saying a cap like the capricorn energy sign isolated by itself is the least likely to ever truly belong anywhere
1: Um, I disagree with that. I disagree with that that because Capricorns are the CEOs. A lot of the times they're the big shots or the lawmakers or the rule, you know, the rule makers. Um, They want structure and they want, um, you know, authority. They want to be the authority. They also appreciate Mm -hmm. um, things like that. So they're, I mean, obviously all the signs have places they belong, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think... Yeah, I would say Aquarius is, and the only reason why is because Aquarius's whole goal is to shake the wave, uh, like break a wave and shake up a mold, whatever you want to fucking say with it. Mm-hmm. Like their their whole their so, whole aesthetic. And in in traditional astrology, um, Uran, um, Uranus is not what rules Aquarius; Saturn is, and Capricorn is also ruled by Saturn in traditional astrology. So you can say that there are ties to them. Um, in that regards, but I, so it's interesting, it's interesting
0: what you're saying about Aquarius because, um, this is what some, someone else wrote called belonging versus fitting in by Jenny Lynn Schmidt. And like you're saying, Aquarius is like weird, a quirky doesn't fit in, Mm -hmm. but, but listen to this kind of perspective that I came across that was like unlocking more things in my brain. Cool. And she wrote, she writes this, I suppose it is a matter of time. After a while, if we look at it long enough, even the strangest thing just becomes part of the wallpaper. Eventually, people must get over the curiosity that an unusual person provides and accept that they are now part of the fabric of their place in their lives. The difference is how long that might take. In some American cities, it might be only a week before the people around you accept you that you belong. Other places, I realize, it can take years until a newcomer belongs, even if they never fit in.
1: I love that. But that's putting the perspective on the other signs Mm -hmm. to accept that Aquarius's belong. Not that Aquarius's just innately want to or can belong, right? Mm -hmm. So as soon as... The thing with Aquarius is as soon as all of the people accept them as the little weirdo, and then, you know what, you can just they, you can They've just become part spot. of the wallpaper. They go, you know what, actually, we're good. And then <laughs> they out. either dip, or they try to be weird in a different way to where people are like, well, we were okay with that weird, for instance, and I'm calling out my cousin because I don't think she listens to the podcast. <laughs> well, um, but also, I've, I've literally told this to her before. Um, she was vegan. She was vegan maybe six years ago or so. I don't know the exact time... And it was still, veganism was still, it was rising, mm-hmm. but it was still very outskirted. Like there wasn't, you know, there wasn't beyond meat at fucking Burger King. They didn't have all these different things. And eating vegan and, and announcing that you're vegan was really uh, shocking, unique, shocking, and different. Very Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And she also came from a family of like meat eaters. So even mm-hmm. to her, it was more, you know, different for whatever her reasons were. I'm sure she wasn't going, I want to be different. I'm going to be vegan. I'm sure at the time she had, you know, yeah. different reasons, but it was a very Aquarian thing to do. She was a uh, vegan for maybe like a couple years. And then she decided that wasn't lifestyle wasn't for her. And I asked her, was it because it was cool? It became <laughs> cool. And she goes, fuck you. fuck you." <laughs> And, like, all of a sudden, when veganism became easier or more people were doing it, there was, like, YouTube channels and all of these things that were really blowing up. All of a sudden, she's back to Too eating depth. meat, you know? And it's, like, that is the most Aquarian fucking thing I've ever heard. Like, no, you're you the weird vegan that doesn't belong. Oh, wait, I guess we could all try and become vegan. And then she's, like, actually, psych, psych, you know? What's
0: the name of those vegans that only eat Like dead fruit, once it's fallen to the ground, that's what she is
1: now. No, she, um, and there's literally like no harm, no shame, no foul, but Mm -hmm. like I just told, like, that's kind of the vibe that I'm trying to explain is like, um, I don't think Aquarians want to ever belong because that is their whole mission is to like Mm -hmm. teach themselves and others that it's not like they don't need to belong, like, they Mm -hmm. only belong if they feel like they belong. Yeah. Um, and it I tough, guess I, it's
0: hard for me to see that mindset because obviously there's a difference. Because between,
1: you're Virgo, Libra, there's, Pisces. <laughs> there's
0: fit, like there's fitting in and belonging. And like, I just feel like I thought belonging was yeah like an innate, like it's like a psychological innate. like
1: I feel like belonging is a psychological thing for each person. So I guess
0: you could belong to yourself. Except, you know, like
1: have a sense of belonging. Do you know, like the mm-hmm. like literally? I want to have a sense of belonging. I want to feel like I belong somewhere or to someone or whatever you want. to Even if I don't to. fit in
0: with any of these, even people. if I
1: don't fit in, uh, Aquariuses don't need to don't need that. Is what <laughs> I'm saying. They would never be like I need. I need to have a sense of belonging. belonging. Like. <laughs> You know, and maybe some Aquarians out there who doesn't know the rest of their chart and they're going, I don't feel like that. Well, honey, you might have a double earth trine, okay? <laughs> yeah. It's, it kind of cancels out your, your Aquarius need for no belonging when... You, you're so earthly. Um. So just just take that with a grain of salt. We're just talking statistics I guess, of the yeah. signs. I do get what you're saying. I think every sign has places that they, mm-hmm. or you know, has instances in which they can feel like they're belonging or they fit in. But if the question is which sign do you think is the most Le- or the least easiest, uh, my Aquarius, I think because they literally fight everything to be the opposite.
0: And so Libra um, obviously would be the easiest.
1: I mean. I, I was thinking maybe Taurus, but no. And the reason why is because Taurus, once it gets comfortable, it never wants to change or stick. So if like the sense of belonging needs to like change with the times, like all these millennials bitching about the side parts becoming middle parts and like skinny jeans being out. That's big Taurus energy. <laughs> just change your fucking part. It's not that big of a deal. Like, no. They just, they're so set in like what they've always known. I was looking known. at myself
0: in the mirror. I was like, I think I have a side part.
1: You... <laughs> It's not for boy. And I
0: was like, and I definitely wear skinny jeans sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like, I am literally an yeah. early two thousands babe.
1: Like, yeah, right. <laughs> what can I say? Love that for you. No, early two 2000- thousand. Oh, you mean like you were born? Or I like was what? born
0: in the late nineties. But like, you know, oh, it's okay. like your my fashion and yeah. stuff is shaped by the early two thousands. I
1: I do like the the article that you brought up and like the concept that you're trying to get at because mm-hmm. I like the like talking about the difference of fitting in and belonging um like what what drew you to that conversation just like searching Um, the signs just like looking for things or
0: what was i looking at what the hell i i I remember i was gonna remember why i thought of this yeah and then i can't remember now oh
1: that's so great for the podcast (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much i was like i'll remember (laughs) i'll remember okay can i can i spill the tea to the podcast listeners yeah well, I'm not really spilling tea, but I feel like I wouldn't have told the story if this didn't kind of fit in with what we were talking about. And you clearly have nowhere else to go with this. That's
0: not true.
1: So- <laughs> so-
0: I'll bring it around.
1: <laughs> um, I had therapy last week and mm. I am really focusing, trying to focus my sessions on gaining back confidence and kind of getting direction on my business and things like that and content creating like i've i can feel it like i'm getting creative again like it's coming back but it's going to take some getting back into i can tell that i'm like out of practice right
0: you're derailed um, completely yeah
1: i'm literally like
0: <laughs> a derailed train literally i feel like kind of stores. onto the
1: tracks yeah for real <laughs> um but randomly i took and i made a list out of nowhere of like maybe my top 10 most inspiring content creators. Some of them were artists. Some of them were spiritual. Some of them were random, whatever they were. Um, They're all creative in some sense because they make me inspired creatively. But it's not like I was like my top 10 tarot channels. And I will never tell you any of their names because of the next part of the story. But I made two lists Mm -hmm. and I made a pros and a cons list. And I took one word to describe what I think like the strongest part of their content is that I admire and maybe the weakest part of their content that I would want to like improve if it was my content which is so shitty mm-hmm. because i'm like that's such a virgo fucking thing to do wait <laughs> let me tell you what i do and i don't like about that like i'll <laughs> never show anyone that fucking list and i hope no one ever finds out but it was more so an idea it was a projecting tactic for me right so looking at this list i was looking at these content creators and i was so much more drawn obviously to the prose words and i was just like looking at all like creative, fulfilling, like, um, unique, or what mm-hmm. cinematic. Like, there's, you know, these words that I was trying to come up with that I felt, like, best describe these channels. And then looking at the cons list, I was like, all of these words that I used, one word for each of these content creators, are all of the things that I feel insecure about on my fucking content. And that hold me back from making content or leveling up my business or doing mm. projects like this is clearly uh like a projection shadow work fucking thing um and i our whole session in therapy was kind of about belonging versus fitting in and a lot of content creators myself included hold ourselves back or use the tactic tactic of I have to fit in, I have to find a niche and one of the things that I found through all of these channels consistently but I didn't want to write the same word was there was this um, genuineness to them there was a vulnerability or like an authenticity was the word like all of these creators were so authentic to themselves and that was really what the session was, I feel like authenticity is what links a belonging does mm. that make sense, or am I getting way too preachy with it?
0: No, I, they're like they have to be linked because yeah. how can you truly belong
1: Unless if you're, you're not your you. authentic self?
0: Because like 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 we were saying, you could technically fit in, Mm-hmm. but right, but you'll never experience that emotional sense because yeah. I feel like community doesn't tell you when you belong. You kind of. Tell yourself when you belong, right?
1: Which kind of you just put into a better summary of why I think Aquarius is the least <laughs> because you kind of tell yourself when you belong, and like Aquarius, as soon as they feel like they might be, they're like, forget it. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Um, I, that wasn't the goal here. Let's do something else.
0: Um, so then, like, when in your life have you ever felt, felt like you just didn't belong anywhere? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Baby, I'm a Gemini. I'm morphing. Um, I've never felt like I didn't belong anywhere, but there's been times where I felt, like, a little bit, like, outcast-ish. You know what I mean? hmm Um, yeah. I don't know. What about you? So you
0: could belong. Like, I guess, I think. I
1: kind of, I, I'm, a, I'm a mutable sign, baby. I'm a mutable sign. I'm able to. I'm wrapping
0: my head around belonging without fitting in. And one of the examples in my right. mind is Phoebe from Friends. Because yes. Because she doesn't fit in, but she totally belongs. Yes,
1: that's good. And,
0: uh. And so I'm like, okay, 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 how can I take this idea and, yeah. like, really make it into something? I'm really interested in this. That's
1: a great concept. Or yeah, it's a great, not concept, but it's a, it's a great com- concept It is a concept. Like, and it's, it's a, a great one. It's a great concept <laughs> for, like, a video or, like, more, like, something mm-hmm. bigger. Yeah,
0: but I don't do those types of things. No, so you don't. Can, what can I do for me only? Instagram
1: posts. Instagram
0: posts, 30 likes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe write a little blog.
0: Um, I would have like one post every nine months, you know, speaking of blogs, um, mm-hmm. I got like a,
1: th- <gasps> did you have a live journal,
0: a live journal? Yes. yes kind of oh, God. around the same time. Actually, if, if any of our listeners were around on the internet in like 2005, 2006, 2007, there was this website called Gaia online and
1: is it still up?
0: Uh, no one check.
1: Please check right no. now. I'll b- no, Anyways, just to make sure. And
0: it, had, it was like a game where you had like an avatar, and like it was a f- it was like a forum based website, and like you had an avatar, and every time you posted in the forums, you got money, and then you could buy clothes for your avatar. Okay. And you had like a your like you had like a MySpace profile, and inside of it, there's a journal. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs>
1: um,
0: I was pro- just I was like eleven in twelve on you're the internet a
1: baby,
0: and I was being a troll on the internet, and I got banned. But
1: no, you did not. I got not banned. But, a...
0: but all that means is that I can no longer log in, but my profile is still up. So all of this embarrassing stuff is stuck on the internet forever. I
1: cannot wait. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Y'all ready for this? No, it's so get... bad
0: that I will not This is not a job show. for the
1: FBI. So it's just... Literally, ladies, gentlemen, and in-betweens, get your fucking... FBI, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Fingers type in and find me if this someone, fucking guy. If someone finds journal. it,
0: I would shit my pants because there's no links per se. You, if you search the word Skylar, inevitably me. you would find me, but you'd have to go through tens of thousands of.
1: Don't deny <laughs> my dedication to sleuth the interweb, Mister Hayes. <laughs>
0: so yeah, there's like
1: I can I have a new and project. It'd be like
0: woke up today. Um, <laughs> just took a
1: dump uh, took a on my sister or something. What me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like honestly, what is did that you? What have, I was doing. What, what I, did you have to say to get banned from a fucking like, forum like that? Like, and it was like a
0: rough can, website too. Yeah. So
1: like, that's what I can imagine is you saying something like something, just.
0: It must have been something completely off the fucking walls. <laughs> I must have been going through something. Did you get
1: <laughs> emailed? Like, how did you know you were banned?
0: Well, you log in and it says your account has been permanently banned.
1: Were you sending, like, feet pick to children or something, you were
0: At this point in the website's history, there wasn't even a PM option. Like, you couldn't even private message people.
1: I'm gonna fucking find this bitch.
0: So, anyways, I I happened to come back onto this website, like, a month ago just to check it out. Yeah. And, obviously, like, they totally revamped it. So, if you haven't visited this website since when it was popular, it's completely different now, but you can still access everyone's old profiles. (gasps) And, um... Oh, my
1: God. And Y'all don't understand. I was laughing my
0: ass off. Do you, like,
1: remember your name or whatever?
0: I'd have to, like, really dig through the trenches of my mind, but I have, like, a vague idea of what it was. What was it? It was, I, I can't even.
1: Why? Because you don't want to it was, find it? Because it was
0: like XD, raw Like, like <laughs> we're talking like full emo.
1: So,
0: like young emo oh Skylar. Oh,
1: God. is uh, so my only. Like, this is when I
0: used to wear like a really stinky black zip-up jacket that I refused to wash.
1: I like greater mm-hmm. than 3 MCR. XD. <laughs> <like, laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> in little i did have mcr <laughs> up on my because you could you know like uh in like the old myspace days when you would go on someone's profile and it would auto start music that you couldn't turn
1: off okay yeah
0: that was me and i think i had these walls actually by teddy geyser
1: oh god do you remember that song i vaguely and i like on. it wait i can't all I even can think, remember it right now all i can think is my myspace song was So quirky. Mine was was Jason Mraz. And it was, he had a song called MySpace Song. Mm. And so when you came to my MySpace page, it was like, this is my MySpace page. Like, blah, blah, blah. blah. (laughs) I don't remember how the melody went, but like. The Lyrics were like, Thank you for coming. Check out my top eight. Like, something wow, that was very good. If that wasn't the lyrics, it should have been Jason. Call me.
0: So, do you remember Teddy Geyser? I think his one hit was these walls. It was,
1: I don't know, these walls can't be my hate. Yeah, because I was gonna say, These, these... walls can't keep me safe here? Okay, <laughs> no, then that is a hard no. Hard no, gotta
0: strip outside these walls.
1: When you first said it, I literally thought you said DMX, like. Never mind.
0: Just DMX, fine. Fine. blood on the dance floor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to this like really good topic of belonging. So, anyways, you know what in. I'm
0: remembering about this website? There was a huge sense of community, and I remember really belonging uh-huh. and like fitting in. I had a ton of internet friends, uh-huh. and like this was definitely like the my intro to like meeting people on the internet that were probably like grown ass people, but then mm-hmm.
1: I was 11, 12, <laughs> getting banned.
0: Fan. But I remember just hanging out and like, dude, what was like your first experience that you remember being like,
1: I belong. I belong? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Still waiting. Um, this is so... Uh. I'm
0: from, this is my guess for you. Okay. You're seven years old and you're on your first... Um, Oh, a greaser ball, softball. Mm. I was like, "What the that heck? was
1: my first thought." But and I was
0: like, and you were like, "I don't know." You put the bat down and you looked around at the girls and you were like, "These are my girls." <laughs>
1: uh, first of all, I've never said that. <laughs> I've never said, "These are my girls." Um, I had a huge imposter syndrome playing sports. Uh, kind of still do working through that with disc golf. Uh, but yeah, no, probably not. Even even into high school, all the way up. It's I so never, funny that I you said that f- because even
0: felt. me on my soccer team, where I wasn't allowed to play, I yeah. still felt like I'm- <laughs> I
1: didn't <laughs> that's know that's Foster the difference. Syndrome. That's the difference. I mean, did <laughs> I feel like, did I feel like an outcast? No, but did I feel ever that I was like really you truly belonged? belonged. Not really, especially because I knew that the... You the,
0: fit in without belonging. But.
1: Exactly. I, I knew that the team would probably not be together again for a year, or I would try out for a different team, or always trying to, like, up my game, like, travel, softball, like, what's the next best team? Like, mm-hmm. So I never really, like, felt a sense of belonging because I never stayed on a team of sports for, like, more than a year or two. Um, this is so dykey. Okay. So, like, the neighborhood had a bunch of kids in it, mm-hmm. but um, the neighbors next door would play soccer. They had a, um, their grandfather lived next door to us, but they came over, like, all the fucking time, and Chris would, like, hit, hit oh, I just said his name, but whatever, you don't know his last name. <laughs> this uh, kid I grew up with, Chris, would, like, hit the soccer ball against the fence really hard and, like, let mm-hmm. me know he was there, and I'd be like, it's time to go play fucking sports. Like, it's time. I'm so I'm such a lesbian, okay. And um, and so like I would go and we would like ride our bikes or we'd play hockey in the street or basketball or soccer or whatever. And when I was hanging out with the two kids from next door, both were boys. I was always like oh, I fucking belong with these guys. Like these, Mm -hmm. because there was kids.
0: These are my people.
1: Literally. Like there was kids next door as well. Um, A girl who was my brother's age or a year younger than me. And then they had two younger siblings as well. It was a little bit of an age gap, but I never was like hanging out with the girl next door, hanging out and being like, I belong with you guys. I was with the boys in the backyard with the, uh, like my dad would build like an ice rink in our backyard when it would snow in Michigan. Um and like when all the neighbor kids came over, and like I was hanging out with my guy friends from the neighborhood, mm-hmm. fucking shooting the puck in my backyard. You're I was like, yo, like i fucking belong <laughs> with these men. Like, yeah. So when a girl walked by, and you would all have probably, like your
0: popsicles, yeah. <laughs> and you would whistle.
1: Mine would just like drop on the floor with <laughs> my jaw. Like, um, yeah. So probably something like that. Like I always felt more comfortable. Totally had the
0: opposite experience. Like I would totally like. Hang out with the neighborhood girls. And I'd be like, so, like, are we going to play, like, dolls? Yeah.
1: What are we doing? Sing Little Mermaid again? Are we singing Little Mermaid again? uh,
0: Like, they thought I was girly. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, like, I do, too. So, (laughs) it's fine.
0: So, that was stuff growing up, for sure. But, you know, I... (sighs) But, like, with my tiny little friend group, uh, especially, like, in elementary school. And, like, I was going through, like, that... Strange elementary school time.
1: Okay, uh, well, I can't definitely... elaborate because we all have strange elementary school times, but I do feel like they're unique <laughs> to each of us. So, what's your strange elementary time?
0: Um, I don't know. Um, you know, living you through kept trauma. Did
1: pants a lot in school, in elementary?
0: Are you ready to hear this disturbing story?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: In first grade.
1: Okay. This
0: is like a while. I feel
1: like everyone's peezer has excellence in first yes, grade. Yes, I definitely peed my
0: pants, but it was a little more than that. Okay. So, I'm in the library and I go up to my teacher, Miss Gill. Okay. And I was like, "Miss Gill, I was like, I have to pee right now or I'll pee in my pants." Yeah. And she was like, "Well, we literally were just at the bathroom like as a group and you Didn't have to go then, and that was literally one minute ago. So how could you have to pee so bad that you're going to pee your pants? And looking back, obviously, I would agree with her, right? How could you have to pee so badly so suddenly after we were just at the bathroom? But anyways, that's what happens to me, (laughs) right? So Um,
1: I would never doubt a child that said they had to pee or they're going to pee their pants.
0: So I went over to the corner of the library and peed on a stack of books. (gasps) And walked away and never told anyone.
1: And, and the gentlemen and in-betweens i have never been so speechless in my life i you really shut this gemini up you really shut this gemini <laughs> I
0: up on a snag of books and i was like do you think old. anyone
1: saw you um or smelt you
0: well, um, I, if I did that today, they would smell me yeah. <laughs> and know that I was over there peeing because I'm a six foot one man. Yeah. But I feel like little me, like hiding, because I was so tiny. You're
1: Teeny, so Tiny, small. I feel so small. I was a <laughs> little guy. Little ah, so guy. So skinny. I feel
0: like it's totally possible no one saw me because the bookshelves were <laughs> taller than me. And I was just at a random. So little. And obviously I went to like a rich kid's school. So like we had a huge library. Like you could get lost in there. And, like, I was, like, in the back corner.
1: Oh, my God. on the
0: books. And, uh, and I still think about that till this day. And I'm like, who found them? Uh, hopefully they didn't just get put back on the shelf.
1: <laughs> like, what?
0: How do I know?
1: I have, um...
0: I should look up that librarian's name in the yearbook. Contact her. Did you ever find a stack of P books? And she's probably going to be like, yeah, I found multiple. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it wasn't just me, thank God. Um, I am gonna hopefully my brother never listens to this but I'm gonna embarrass him but like when he was younger he had this you know some kids are like this I think I've heard multiple kids do this as well um, but when my brother was younger he had this like obsession with looking at bathrooms when we went into a building like if we went into a new establishment no matter if we literally just went to the bathroom he had to go to the bathroom he didn't even have to go he just wanted to see the bathroom or he just needed to like know where it was or whatever
0: now that is a new phenomena i am not familiar I've with i've
1: heard like one or two other young it's mainly boys that do this i don't know why maybe it's like a male dog or they like to fucking mark their territory or some shit i gotta I know where
0: i'm gonna pee I later i do
1: know but my mom used to, it used to drive my mom crazy because like if she was running errands and we were going in and out of multiple stores, like my brother would like have a fucking hissy fit and have to go in the bathroom. And she's like, we're just grabbing one thing. We're not going to go to the bathroom. Um, And I remember distinctly this one time we were in a Michael's or a Joanne's. <laughs> it was one of the craft stores, one of the big craft stores. It
0: always had the worst bathrooms.
1: And um, we were about to leave and we were in some aisle and my brother was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And my mom was like, no, you don't. You literally, We literally just went, I watched you go, no, you do not. I mean, he was probably, like, three or four, maybe. I mean, I don't know his exact age, but he was still in, like, pee territory. We're like, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, he's 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 fresh out of diapers still.
0: I'm just imagining you walking behind him, like, ugh.
1: Honestly, <laughs> it was so annoying. I was like, come on, grow up, Zach. Um, so, but, like, he... He just turned to my mom and went, I have to go to the bathroom and just red faced pushed as hard as he could and just pissed himself in the middle of the aisle with like deadlocked eyes on my mom. And my mom was just like mortified. She was like, are you fucking kidding me? And my mom's been listening to the podcast. So, hey, mom, I know you. I'm trying to tell the story as best I can from what I remember you telling. I mean, I briefly remember this because I remember my mom like grabbing us and being so embarrassed. She just ran out like clean up on aisle seven and just fucking booked it because she was like, so like, what am I supposed Mm. to do? My son pissed in like, you know what I mean? She's got two little kids. Like...
0: The number of times I've held Ty and she just straight up peed on me.
1: Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> too many to count. This is what happens, right? Uh, you know, like, and I know that all the moms out there that listen to this are going to relate. We have
1: so many moms listening so to m- this. We do have
0: a bunch of moms that listen to I this. I know.
1: It's kind of cute. And Hi, so, moms.
0: I'll be like, I was like, I would change Ty's diaper, right? And then, like, let's say, like, oh no, the diapers aren't in the other room. So you'd have to pick up the naked baby and, like, Hold it regularly, and then while you're walking to put on the diaper. Okay, but that's they start on you. That's on, the-
1: on you. You need to have all of your supplies ready before you take the first the dirty <laughs> take diaper
0: off. That's carry amateur. The naked, that's
1: amateur. I mean, you can get away with it a little easier with a with a girl than you can a boy because as soon as their willy hits the air, they just want to piss. You just want to pee. Yeah. Uh, but you know. Relatable. <laughs> <laughs> that's on that's on you really. Uh, she peed on you. You probably deserved it.
0: Oh, I forgot there was something else that I that kind of related to this like fitting in belonging thing. Yeah. And uh, I've seen this before, but uh, I found this like study from nineteen thirty-five called like the Sheriff Autokinetic Effect Experiment. Mm-hmm. And basically it was like, let's say you filled a jar with beans. Right?
1: And as one does.
0: As one does. And then you have, like, a group of people guess how many beans are in the jar. People's As pri- one
1: does at every bridal shower or baby shower.
0: Do they really do that?
1: Yeah, but sometimes they'll do, like, pacifiers. They're, like, I don't oh. know, fucking whatever.
0: I don't know. But anyways, like, people's private guesses are different than their public guesses. If that makes sense. So, like, how many you guess are in the jar oh, privately are yeah. different from when you have to... When people were asked to announce their number... If they had already heard people's guesses, Ah. they would modify their guesses. And then also, like, even when the amount was that they were going to guess that they modified was clearly going to be wrong. Because they they had, like, they would still do it. And so, like, I thought that was interesting because.
1: (gasps) That is interesting. Like, you. Okay. I I
0: know I've done that before. like modify you
1: thing for sure. Modify my
0: answer to be like. I'm sure
1: I have, but I just don't real like i have no scenario to like because in my at. mind
0: i'm like okay everyone else must be right because i'm an idiot <laughs> <laughs> so i was like i was a like, stack it, of I bucks, was like so a million clearly... beans yeah a million yeah <laughs> <laughs> if that's what everyone
1: else is saying that's a pisces thing for sure oh man uh i don't know i probably would be somewhere in between. I would I would probably modify my answer but not totally. Like if I really was that far off and I felt really solid about my answer but like was like peer pressure. Nine beans. Yeah, like like if I was I don't know. Like let's say it was my guess was like 740 and everyone's guessing like 300 I would modify, but I would modify to like... Down to
0: 500?
1: To like 550. Like, I wouldn't give in too much, but That's I would be the, like a little literally bit... Literally the most you know I mean?
0: Samantha Menzo uh, exactly. answer I've
1: ever heard exactly.
0: in my entire life.
1: Exactly. I'll budge,
0: but not all the way.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Me you sure. my answer except to 349.
1: If it, <laughs> except, except if it's like a bag of Oreos, which I definitely just smashed. There is no mm. just a little. It's There's all no alone. Just a little. So cool. Love that concept. So Um,
0: I was thinking, like, when it comes to, like, this podcast and, like, hanging out in the the, the Tarot YouTube witchy community, do you feel like you fit in or do you feel like you belong?
1: I feel like I tried really hard to fit in for the first few years, and I think that I did, but I never felt like I belonged, and that was why... I had to kind of pull back, and some other things happened to me or whatever, too. But um, And then I really, that's why my word of the year was, like, intention, because I was really trying to find why I was trying to fit in so much, and, like, where I could belong, mm-hmm. if I could belong. Because you're obviously the type of person
0: me. that's just going to have to carve out their space like this other mm-hmm. person, and then everyone just kind of accepts you. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. Like, oh, she's here. That's... She's a part of the wallpaper. Yeah,
1: yeah for sure. Um, so... What was the initial question like do I feel like I belong Do you feel like
0: you fit in and, uh, well, and like- cuz you can fit in and belong that's the always the ideal situation you know like Is it? unless you're in a queer room Yeah
1: exactly <laughs> <laughs> um, so do I feel like I fit in Um I don't know what fitting in I think I've I've completely taken down my structures of what I thought was fitting in so I'm trying to figure out again what fitting in means. So, I think my current answer would be no. Because (laughs) of the fact that I'm trying consciously to break down what I feel like fitting in Mm -hmm. is, and so I can be more authentic, and I can try to make waves, be a creator that is authentic and unique, and, um, you know, that I'm not so out there where people don't understand that it's still spiritual or creative based in some sense. Um, or some sort of metaphysical, uh, a lot of astrology, tarot, all that stuff. But I I don't know. I feel like I just want to feel proud of the content that I make. I'm not here anymore to belong, and I'm not here anymore to fit in. I'm a creator, and I want to feel like when I press like publish on a video or post mm-hmm. on a post that it feels authentic. That you belong real in
0: your own space.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So like that, but that's you know, I'm transitioning and I'm trying to feel like what that means to me. So what about you? Obviously,
0: I belong infinite <laughs> because everyone
1: loves me. I mean, this is a sense of belonging for sure, because mm-hmm. even if nobody listened, I feel like we would still be doing this in some sense. I don't
0: um, know if anybody listens to this.
1: I, you know, I'm still really unsure. Um, I
0: don't know how to check. We
1: do have We, we, do, have we do have supporters. supporters. But this doesn't guarantee that they're listening. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They just feel so bad. I mean, they do financially help us and, you know, <clears throat> make it um, more fun and enjoyable for us to come back every week. So this is a good segue to thank our supporters. Um, thank you so much to Karen R., Stacy. To- oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to stop there right for a second. I'm pretty sure Karen R. Um, joined our Discord. And, like, the screen name for her is something like not that kind of Karen or something (laughs) like that. If, if that's not Karen R, then there is a Karen that has joined our and it's like their their screen name or whatever it is for Discord is something like not that not that Karen or not not that kind of Karen. And you know what? I fucking respect that. I really, really love that. Um anyways, thank you so much, Karen R, Stacy, Teresa, Teresa D, Alyssa S, Rebecca PK, Lindsay M, David B, Dorothy E, Julie C, Dominic B, Jennifer L. Phil K, Lisa P, Amy F, Heather H, Jesse D, Jesse H, and Melanie W. These people support our podcast every month, and you can too if you click the link um, in the description box of the platform that you're listening to this on. If it's not there for some reason, you can go to anchor.fm/slash speaking of which. Um, or if you really can't find it, you can message us because people have had problems with it before. Um, but you can support for as little as a dollar a month or $5 a month, even $10 a month. We don't have a Patreon or we don't have any other ways that, um, we really make money off of this. So we really appreciate anyone who financially, uh, donates to the podcast because we love you and we love doing this. Um, and just sharing this podcast helps. You can also, uh, if you don't want to financially contribute to the podcast, you can go and rate our podcast five stars uh, mm-hmm. on Apple or Google Podcasts. That really helps the algorithm get up so more people and more truly degenerates can come and join Chill the here. speaking of which gang. Um, and as well as if you'd like to kind of get more trolly and degenerate, you can join our discord. Um, again, it's a free space. We don't get anything from it. If you don't know how to use discord, that's fine. Neither do we, um, we're figuring it out and it's just a bunch of fucking memes. And, um, I joined
0: a- another discord. Did you? My brother has like a video game discord cool. and like all night last night. If anyone listening has ever played Among Us, do you know what that is?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Uh, It was so fun. What was it? Did you play
1: it? Yeah. Oh, you did? I didn't?
0: played it with my brother in the Discord. That's and cool. I had so much fun because... People
1: are really enjoying it. Because I game.
0: feel like I'm just, like, strange, apparently. Hey, and, like, oh, I, my God. I had never met any of these so people. So you don't belong? Besides my brother, obviously. Yeah. And so they were, like... And my my username was Killer Homo. And <gasps>
1: You're such a slut. <laughs> and then...
0: And they were so uncomfortable calling me. <laughs> I totally forget. Killer,
1: it. they're just calling you killer.
0: I forget that when I meet other people, sometimes they don't like have. Maybe they don't have any gay people in their life. Yeah,
1: or like, maybe they have no gaydar to yeah, even yeah. understand that you're gay
0: right and so i I, sometimes i forget that when i enter like heterosexual spaces that they don't know how to interact with a gay person and like i forget that sometimes people forget i'm just a
1: person (laughs)
0: with a sense of humor
1: so unique and quirky so
0: like what are we at
1: i'm not telling you keep going
0: so anyways if you if any of you guys have ever played among us Please send me a DM so that we can play together. We can start a, Among Us, speaking of which, Discord.
1: Oh my god, that would be so fun.
0: I hope I'm the imposter every time.
1: Also, um, there's different episodes, like different conversations for each episode. So if you're listening to this late, like maybe you're a few weeks behind, maybe even a few months... Um, you can go back to that Discord and look at the episode and see what other people were saying about the episode, or if we posted any pictures or anything. Like last week, we were talking about this squishy little phallic-looking toy from the nineties—a water weenie. A water weenie. Um, and I remembered to put a picture in the conversation of last week's episode. I'm looking so at it now. See it. Um, I also looked at it again, and I was like, "Wow, your dick could fit in there." Okay, teeny weeny, water It obviously weenie. couldn't.
0: That's why we never oh, did it. Yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> Not even a
0: toothpick would fit in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're like, whatever, my dick's big. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Um, yes. So yeah. water What are weenie? your plans for the next week?
0: Um, <clears throat> just like go to work, make money, and yeah. survive. What are your plans for this okay, week? Okay,
1: great. I'm getting vaccinated this week. Uh-huh. I'm getting vaccinated on Thursday. Um I think I should be getting the Pfizer. I have to check again cuz there was I maybe options or not options. So, but I will have to get more than one shot. And so the first one will be Thursday, and I'm like really nervous but like excited. Mm-hmm. Um and George is getting his on Friday. So, we'll have hopefully closer household to fully vaccinated we want skylar to try and get uh, you know a place i don't know. we want you to go to ford field <laughs> or we're trying to make an appointment but we're also trying not to be greedy um you know we don't want to lie and we want people to go you know if it's their turn their turn mm-hmm. but th- the specific place that we got our appointments at opened up so yeah we took advantage of that and didn't want to wait and honestly i think if we would have waited like 10 more minutes we wouldn't have had slots. i'm not joking Um, So, yeah, I'm super nervous but excited about that. I'm nervous because we're in a disc golf tournament next weekend. And so Mm -hmm. I'm getting it, like, on Thursday. And if I feel like shit or, Mm -hmm. you know, not everyone is. Some people are, like, fine. And some people feel tired. And some people it's really rocking. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it depends on which one you get and just you as a person. But, um, yeah, we have a tournament. So I was like, "Eh." But I don't care. I don't care if I feel like shit. I don't care. I will. You know what I mean? I just I'm so excited and grateful. Oh, I have another thought we can. Um, sorry, I feel very scattered right now. But yeah. I just had a, a thought about the vaccine. Um, so I started doing a year ahead spread again. Last year, I apt uh, I apt opt out of it because I was like, you know, what? Mm-hmm. not the year. 2020 is not a year ahead spread year. Um, and I had decided to do that before we even knew about the um, pandemic happening. And I was like, oh, well, I'm definitely not doing one now. I'm just, let me just get through it. Um, but I decided to throw one again. And last month uh, or month of March, I had the Nine of Cups. That was great. Well and good. Loved that for me. It definitely connected. But then this month, beginning of April, new card, Ten of Swords reversed. <laughs> So I went from Nine of Cups to Ten of Swords reversed. However, reversed, I do feel personally the interpretations are much easier than the mm. uprights for Ten of Swords. But I was like, oh, man, I guess Ten of Swords reversed does still imply that you had to have been, like, rock bottom in some sense. In my Was that opinion. for March? Uh, no, for April.
0: Oh, we're just now in yeah,
1: April. Yeah, and we're just tipping the Ten of Swords <laughs> reversal I- iceberg. Right? Like, even, even reversed there has to be some sense of, like, we're picking ourselves back up, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, Um, good luck. (laughs) Right? But I was, like, I've been kind of nervous, or not nervous, but I've just been, like, what the fuck? Like, what, like, how How am I going to connect this? You know, what's Mm -hmm. going on? Um, Could it be worse? Yes. But I was sitting and I was eating breakfast this morning, and I was, like, thinking about the fact that I'm getting the vaccine. And one of the interpretations for the ten of swords upright is sickness. Mm. Um... And, you know, or or ODing or, you know, mm. things like that. And I was like, well, that really makes sense for me to have the Ten of Swords reverse being something like I've been fearful and highly affected in a negative way over a sickness for so long. It feels like we'll never get through this. And I finally just got I'm going to get my vaccine. I'm going to get the first shot of my vaccine. To me, that feels very Ten of Swords Reverse, like it's not over yet, but we're on our way back up. You know what I mean? And it's like it. I've just been so nervous to get to get it, and we've all been doing our part to, you know, stay safe and healthy. And Ten of Swords Reverse, it's just so crazy because two years ago, no, in a reading, you know what I mean? Ten of Swords Reverse, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, have you gotten your flu vaccine yet?
0: Yeah, or, right. Or
1: you know what I mean? Maybe this is a vaccine but working with the cards in this way it just adds more layers onto your meanings and i was just like i never would have associated the ten of swords reverse to something like that and now i can and now i do and that's what i'm going with i'm going with the big theme in april Mm -hmm. for the ten of swords reverse is the idea and the energy around getting my vaccine and being able to like kind of pick myself up thinking i even have a little bit of peace in mind I mean, I'm still going to have to wait until I can get my second shot to feel Mm -hmm. better. And there's still precautions that I need to take as a respectful member of society. But I just thought that was kind of interesting. Ten of swords reversed.
0: I've never thought of that, but I like that.
1: Yeah, it could mean... um, Yeah, or maybe... Preventative medicine. Yeah. uh, Or I haven't hit rock bottom, but I've had others around me that's very close hit their rock bottom. And this is my way that I can help... To ease their rock bottom. Do you know what I mean? mm mm-hmm. uh, So, that, that's my final thought. Anything a little bit more cheery to end the podcast? Um. Not really. Do you want to pull a card for yourself on, like... On, like, what? Um, your card for the week. And then I'll ask you about it next week if oh, I remember. Shit. Oh, wow.
0: My card of the week. Yeah, my lower back is sweating right now.
1: I love that for you. Card for you or card for people?
0: Um, card for me people is too hard
1: okay you heard it here first people you're too you're hard. too hard
0: too hard daddies okay <laughs> so i got to see what's happening to skylar this week
1: <laughs> <laughs> what you get his a ten of swords all right no fucking way no fucking way are you kidding me are you kidding me? Skylar's literally gonna self combust. I can see his whole insides going. He's literally, he's literally having a meltdown. <gasps> and this is such a gruesome Ten of Swords. You I guys, know, he bloody. pulled the Ten of Swords upright. When I was like, right it's after. about like oh, love and light. It's about like sickness. Um.
0: um. <laughs> well. <laughs>
1: You my, definitely should have said that was for everybody else and so, pulled a different card. Uh, let me card. just put
0: that somewhere else in the middle of the deck. Um, am How
1: I, did that just happen? My guess the is odds that, of that, and it was upright instead of reversed. My guess reverse. is that I'm going to be fine. <laughs> Do you look me at He just looked me in the eye and just went, it's fine. It's
0: fine. I'm
1: fine. <laughs> oh my god.
0: I fucking hate cards.
1: Oh, that was funny as shit oh my god what's the
0: point of having him around well
1: anyways I well
0: if you guys don't know tarot there's no need because (laughs) there won't be a next
1: episode (laughs) thank you so much for listening to the final episode of speaking of podcast Um, Thank you again to our supporters, as well as if you are in the Discord and you guys have topics or questions or funny things you want us to address, Mm -hmm. there is actually a conversation, like episode, I don't know what it's called, something like Suggestions. Suggestions. Uh, it's empty right now because no one actually listens. But if you do want to go in there. <laughs> but if there, somebody were to like, listen. Like if you're like, hey, I want to hear your perspective on this. Or like, Skylar, can we have you pull tarot for to plan out your life? Yes, I'll yes. bully him into that. So whatever you got, <laughs> uh, feel free to leave it there. And thank you so much again for listening to this episode. We love you. Happy Schmeester. Happy Easter. Happy Zombie Jesus Day. From your
0: local Speaking of which. Production Studio. Oh
1: my god. Um what's our production studio name? Books? <laughs> <laughs> Pezon <Pizan> Books. P E Z O N Pezon. Pezon Books. Bye. Bye.